Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the first official episode of the Horror Obsessive Podcast. I am one half of your hosting duo. I'm JP Nunez. I'm joined today, as always, by my lovely co-host, Sean Parker. How's it going, Sean? Making me blush. Lovely. (laughs) Sean, you know, (laughs) when I look up lovely in the dictionary, I see a picture of you. My face. (laughs) Exactly. It's kind of a weird dictionary. (laughs) <laughs> so, so how's it the oven sean oh you know just uh, getting over something and uh trying to get back into the swing of things here How yeah, about yourself? yeah. Oh, i can't complain too much you know I, I can always complain a little bit but not too much how's your halloween uh not great i didn't really do anything um i kind of didn't really have time for much. Even like I so, so so generally like for Halloween, I plan to watch a whole bunch of specifically Halloween themed movies, like the original Halloween, Trick or Treat, Night of the Demons. But for some reason, this week, like this year, the, even the the weekend before Halloween and the day of, I just didn't have time to watch any of that stuff. Um, so it was it was pretty low key. Didn't didn't really you know celebrate it the way I wanted to. But there's always next year. What about you? What'd you do? <laughs> I um I mean I usually go through the same thing, but I, I first of all my sleep schedule's been all screwed up because like I said, I've been sick. Um I, I started with like Killers from Space and I ended with Tarantula, which was a really weird thing. And then everything <laughs> in between was sort of my, my nephew wanted to watch films, so we, we watched Wendell and Wild and we watched uh, Okay Goosebumps, you know. Okay. Okay, nice, nice. So yeah, a lot of kids' movies this year, but that's okay because mm-hmm. I'm getting him into it. He's um, that's he's awesome. two. That's awesome. <laughs> and, um, right now okay. he loves. I'm going to tell you, um, this happened by accident. This wasn't on you know um, a thing, but uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. You know that scene with the the pale face lady. Oh, in the red room. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. He saw it on YouTube. Like I said, he's mm-hmm. two years old. He saw it on YouTube and loves it. Really like, asks me to put it on. I'm like, this is scary. Oh, that's like, <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, kid's amazing though. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's like me. I have a, I have a little cousin. He's uh, he's eight now, and for the past few years, I've been kind of his his go to horror guy. So like, there are literally times where where like his mom will call. Well, his mom will call me and be like, hey, you know, my son wants to wants to talk to you, but he wants to ask you a question about monsters. And just ask me all these random questions about all these random horror movies and, and stuff. And so that's, it's always really cool when, when you have a little guy like that, who you can get into yeah. the genre, you know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm loving it because I get to be, I get to be a cool uncle. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. That, that's the best. That's the best. <laughs> all right. All right. So, uh, you want to start off with talking a bit about, um, some stuff going on in the website that we want to highlight. Friday the Thirteenth prequel series coming. Ooh, that's Brian an interesting Fuller. one. I think that that's the big one this week. That's the one that's definitely grabbed mm. my attention. I'm, I'm definitely uh, all over. One of our um, uh, one of our staff asked earlier, "What's it going to be about?" Because they're <laughs> they're very scared that um, maybe it's only just going to wind up with uh, with the death of of Jason. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't. I think that would be a little." 
little hard to do. That would be mm-hmm. a real uh, hard eight yeah. episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I think um, I think really what they're going to try to do is they're going to um, start with that and then sort of track Pamela through uh, her. Because remember the the name of the camp is Camp Blood. Camp Blood. Yep. Um, yep. It didn't just get that way when those campers showed up and got killed. So uh, mm-hmm. I think we're in for something. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I love yeah, Brian yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that it, it's an in, that's an interesting idea because like yeah, how how I mean how else would you do a Friday the Thirteenth prequel series? I mean, you can't have you know just eight episodes of camp counselors having sex. That's yeah, that's something <laughs> else. You know? um, so yeah, like what else would you do? I mean, maybe they could go into you know Pamela and Jason's backstory, which would be terrible, but I could kind of see them doing that. Unfortunately, I think I it's going to be. I think it's going to be a couple of episodes to set up with um, Pamela and Jason. And then I think we're going to see the, the Jason story uh, end and Pamela's sort of take mm-hmm. off. But remember, there's Hopefully. there's some weird theories surrounding the first Friday the 13th movie out there. And it'll be interesting to see what Brian Fuller wants to do. So um, there are theories out there that, you know, how like the end of Friday the 13th is sort of dreamlike. And oh yeah, Jason uh, coming out of the water. He comes out of the water. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, he's still there," and that launches like yeah. eight sequels. So <laughs> he, he magically grows, you know, like into an adult in like a day or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, mm-hmm. the idea is that maybe, maybe he didn't die. Maybe Pamela saved him, and she's been like keeping him hidden for so many years. Like, there's that thought, and they sort of did that with the the remake a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So um, there's that. We we might get that. We don't know. Um, the other thought is uh, Pamela and Jason had a telekinetic uh, sort of relationship where, like, so him going, kill her, mommy, kill her. Like, that's actually Jason mm. talking through Pamela. So oh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it, there's a lot you can do with the concept. It'll be... It'll, It'll just be fun for fans, I think. Uh, oh yeah, it definitely goes. will be. It definitely will be. But uh, <laughs> when, when, when that? Uh, do we know when that's supposed to supposed to come? That show? It's next year sometime. My next guess is okay. um, it's going to it's going right to Peacock. I don't think that right, we've gotten right. a date yet, but my guess is it'll probably be around Halloween. I mean, Peacock's been really good Halloween wise. The last two years, we got the two Halloween movies, despite what mm-hmm. everyone is saying about the the latest. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that movie. <laughs> um, here's the thing is, I think it does a lot of things. It does a lot of things interestingly. And the fact that it's sort of, uh, with all of the titles being Halloween three and, um, it, it basically knows it's going to be the bastard stepchild of this series. And, <laughs> it sort of leans into that and in, a, in a weird way kind of redeems the Rob Zombie Halloween 2 so and I'm not a big fan of that one <laughs> even a little so I've, so I've only seen his first one I never saw his second one so oh it's if, if I, I've uh, heard about if it Halloween ends <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't so um, but I think it does a lot to help that movie out in a little bit and the other thing is is these movies are trying to be creative and original in a aspect that very rarely is. And mm-hmm. right, I right. mean, did they get it wrong? That's yes. 100%. I, yes. I, um, 
I have, I'm very much in the middle on Halloween ends. Like I like a lot of things about it, but I think it, I think it executes a lot of things like, okay. Why didn't we have that character of, of Corey? Like two, like Ever. at least he kills. Like and like and put yeah. him somewhere else. I don't know why we mm-hmm. got him at the end of this. You know, three. It makes no arc, sense. You know, like at all. Yeah, I, yeah that, I, was... that was one. That was the thing that really bothered me. But other, you know, mm-hmm. there's um, I've got a big thing coming out on that. I've literally written way too much on the topic, <laughs> um, and I'm still writing it. And so, um, yeah, that'll be coming soon. So that's something to look forward to on Hobbs. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, what first horror obsessive book. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, um, it hasn't been published yet, actually. At least not now, as we're recording this. But um, but it will be published um, when this when this episode goes live. Uh, it'll be my review of something in the dirt, uh, which I know you've seen as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the new uh, Justin Ben or yeah, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. I got that right, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new Benson movie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I said their first names too. I never do when I talk about them. Yeah, the the new Benson Moorhead movie. Um, You guys aren't familiar with them. You need to check these guys out. They've done Resolution, Spring, The Endless, and Synchronic. We're going to kind of forget about that one. But the other Um, thing is that people mostly probably have seen their work if they watch the latest uh, Moon Knight. Um, oh yes, they did yeah. some great. They directed a few episodes of Moon Knight. Um, yeah, I think they some probably of the best did ones. the best episode of that. Sh- that show yeah. was kind of disappointing for me because I loved everybody that was involved in it, and mm-hmm. I was kind of like, yeah. Um, I loved Moon Knight. I loved it. I and was, yeah, I was the opposite. <laughs> I, I thought it surprise, was, surprise. It was it was a weird arc. I thought the story just didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, but that's me. Uh, that's but fair. yeah, uh, Justin, and, Justin and Aaron. Um, <laughs> They, um, you've probably seen them there. And yeah, yeah. And yeah, so they're, they're coming out with a new movie, Something in the Dirt. Um, and I played a bunch of film festivals. I know that that's where you saw it, Sean, right? Yeah. At some festivals. I saw it at a couple. Um, so it, it kept being like the secret movie for every film festival that I went to for yeah, like that's... three months in a row. And, uh, and it was and great then, because yeah. like, I love them. So it, it, was, mm. it was great oh, watch. Great, yeah. Um, yeah. And I was super, uh, I was super impressed with it. I think it's maybe their best film uh, so far. Yeah, yeah. I same here. Uh, I mean, I love their first three movies: Resolution, Spring, and The Endless. And this one, even now, you know, having some distance from watching it um, and kind of giving it some time to sink in, um, I think it is their best one. Um, it, it's it's you know it, it it's it, it's kind of a genre bender. It's not just a straight up horror movie. Yeah, so yeah. don't like you know don't go into expecting you know thrills and chills all the time. Um, it, it's really more of a of a paranormal mystery than anything else, and I think the mystery is just fascinating and the way it unfolds and the connections they make between things and whatnot. Um, the two lead characters are great. Um, the ending I think is going to be divisive. I think there's going to be a lot of people it who is. don't like it's it. Gonna, but that I mean, it's supposed to be, uh, and mm-hmm. I think that that's what's really great about it. Um, for for anyone out there that's interested in seeing something in the dirt, the, the movie's about two neighbors, uh, John and Levi, and they um, one of their apartments is uh, a little bit supernatural. Um, mm-hmm. So they decide that they're going to make a documentary and sort of just tape everything that's going on in the apartment and the longer they go on they start 
they start seeing connections everywhere to everything, like sort of number 23-ish, but not on the same, like, obsessiveness, uh, really. And then it gets into some crazy territory, and, and that's why uh, that's why I think we both really loved it, is because the, the end of it is um, truly unique in that. In that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so if you guys get a chance to check out Something in the Dirt, uh, we both highly, highly recommend it. Um, all right, so next thing. So before we get into our main thing, which is going to be The Evil Dead, uh, the original 1980 from 1981, um, I just want to mention, so for those of you who are big physical media collectors, um, uh, so starting today, as in when this podcast is published, uh, November 4th, um, Barnes and Noble is going to be starting their semi-annual uh, Criterion Collection half-off sale. Um, uh, the Criterion Collection um, is—it's a boutique Blu-ray and DVD label. Um, they're not really known for horror, but they have some great horror titles. Um, they have a lot of older stuff, a lot of international stuff. So it's mostly stuff that a lot of like especially a lot of Americans today haven't really seen or haven't been exposed to much. Um, but you know, it's, they have some really great stuff. Uh, it runs from November 4th till November 24th. Um, so, you know, if you're a physical media collector, I'd highly recommend checking out that sale and picking up something from the Criterion collection. All right. And with that said, <laughs> <laughs> now a lot of you, a, a lot of people out there probably don't even understand who we are or why the hell we're doing this. Ah, yes, yes. Will you, uh, what do you tell people when they're like, oh, everybody's got a podcast. Why are you guys doing it? Because uh, we're awesome. That's why. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the reason is um, is because we, we sometimes have slightly opposing views on a few movies oh, here sure. and there. You know, um, every once in a while. So th- this whole thing, uh, I'll just, I'm going to go through the, the quick story here is that uh, JP and I got into a internet fight <laughs> yep. it about, was uh, it was about what we thought was scary or conjuring or insidious. And at some point we will revisit that uh, <laughs> oh, for yes, your well. pleasure because it got heated. <laughs> Did it really get it was heated? respectful. It was respectful, <laughs> but it, you know, there were some jabs. There mm. were some... There were some shots though. That's fire. A few haymakers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we both we both really respect each other, and we respect each other's mm-hmm. opinions. And um, we kind of thought that that would be a whole lot of fun if we started watching movies and told each other what we saw. And we've um, we've done this a couple of times for our own benefit, just to sort of work through what we think works. And um, every time I've I've definitely had a great time. I hope you have too. Oh yeah, um, I definitely have. And and we um we're excited to to bring you with us as we start discussing things. So yeah, so all right, all right, The Evil Dead from 1981, directed by the great Sam Raimi, starring Bruce Campbell and a whole bunch of other people whose names I don't know off the top of my head. All right, JP, you know what I'm going to ask you? <laughs> you oh, prepared boy. today? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Give us a synopsis. <laughs> All right. So basically, uh, so basically, this guy named Ashley Williams, Ashley J. Williams, I think. Well, in this one, just Ash, basically. 
him and a bunch of friends, they go on uh, vacation to a remote log cabin in the woods. And while there, they find uh, this weird ancient book called the Naturum de Manto, not the Necronomicon, actually, as most fans know it from the later movies, but the Naturum de Manto. Um, they find a recording of, uh, of, of this guy reading from it and they play it and that awakens these demons in the woods that start possessing the, the characters one by one until eventually only one of them is left, um, Ash, of course. And so he has to basically survive the night um, and not get killed. <laughs> That's what surviving is. <laughs> right. That's why I said it. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's uh that's the Evil Dead. Um and uh you know, so when I was watching it, I I I was thinking about something. So in my Blu-ray collection, the Evil Dead trilogy, I have it with my demon movies. Because, you know, like I said, it's it's about demons. Wait, well, hold, hold, hold on, hold, hold on, hold on. Before we go any further, <laughs> you have a demon section in your, like you, that's the genre. It's horror yeah. demons. It's- I have my horror Blu-rays divided by subgenre. And I have, you know, I mean, demons are a subgenre of horror, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I just got mine in alphabetical order. Like, oh no, 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 no. I, I have them by genre, and then within, at least within the horror genre, which is like ninety percent of my Blu-rays, I have it divided by subgenre, and then within that, I have it. You know, if I have any franchises, they're all together too. Um, I'm, I'm very meticulous about that, um, and I change it up all the time because then I realize, oh, no, wait, wait, no, this one belongs in this subgenre, this one belongs over here, and I drive myself crazy with it sometimes. Yeah, so you can't find anything is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, no, I know where I know exactly where everything is. You're, sure. <laughs> no, so, I do. I really do. Genre. And then you oh, go, no, no. I don't know what genre I put it in anymore. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I know exactly where every single one of my Blu-rays is. If you I just went to if- E, and there it was in, in beautiful 4K. yeah but yeah but okay but 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 what if you're like all right you know today i want to watch a ghost story then you you like pick out you like go through your whole collection and pick out all the ghost movies or do you just say hey i'm actually a smart person so i just go to my ghost (laughs) section (laughs) you know i mean clearly it's the second one yeah yeah you got me (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. All right. So back to my point here. So I have the Evil Dead trilogy in my demon section because, you know, it's demons, you know, awakening and possessing these people. But I know a lot of people consider the Evil Dead a zombie movie. So what do you think about that, Sean? Do you think it's a demon movie? A zombie movie, a bit of both, neither. It's um, well, it's it's sort of. I think it's a bit of both because it's uh, it's a possession film to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always I would go demon before I uh, I went zombie on it. Um, also, the if we're going that route, the zombies talk and blah blah blah, but they do mm-hmm. come back to life and they you know stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I guess it's you know and on that stuff I never really pay too much mind. It's it's whatever mm-hmm. whoever wants. Like mm-hmm. like when we fight over like. 28 days later about oh it's a rage virus <laughs> no it's it's still zombieism it's just different means it's fine right, whatever right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so i'm uh 
So I'm with you there that like 28 Days Later is definitely a zombie movie. It's just, you know, they get to that zombified state in a different way than, you know, the traditional yeah, just, reanimated corpse. It's um, semantics. At, yeah, to an extent, to an extent. Um, and I think with Evil Dead, one thing I, I for some reason, it, it never really clicked with me. Uh, it should have because the movie's called Evil Dead. But, um, for, you know, for the most part, the characters they're, they're just possessed and they, they look a bit zombie-ish but they don't really act like zombies although one of the characters scott he does die and come back to life at the end so he is a zombie so it is kind of oh, a, yeah, but, I mean, a mix between zombie and and demon oh for like i i would agree with that it's it's a mix but the whole thing is like if you're getting possessed by a demon does the demon care if you're alive or dead like it's sort of Probably not. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just semantics. It's, it's what it well, is. it's semantics. Anyway, something I did want to talk about with Scott because mm-hmm. I have I brought I brought notes. Um, <laughs> oh, look at look at you being all prepared and professional. Right? I, I tried to do stuff. <laughs> One of us um, has to be. <laughs> so Scott, I, I get um, because you mentioned him. Um, I get a kick out of that character because it's a switcheroo. Uh, you think that Scott is going to be the guy like you think he's going to mm-hmm. be the hero uh, of the, the story for like a lot of it. He's the guy that, you know, he acts Ash is all like, mm-hmm. you know, he's like kind of just, just taking it back and not looking and not, not mm-hmm. acting yeah, yeah. and not doing anything. Yeah, especially when, uh, what is it? Shelly gets possessed. You know, yeah. And, and, they, and, and, and he throws, it's Scott that throws her in the, the cellar and locks the door. No, 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 that, no, that's uh that's Cheryl, but Shelly. Oh, Cheryl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but with Shelly, you know, she she gets possessed, she attacks, oh, and then and uh, he he axes her basically. He chops yeah, her up. Yeah, he takes the axe go? from Ash. Yeah, who just like standing there like a deer in headlights. Yeah, so he does all of that, and then all of a sudden he's like, "I'm going out to the woods and seeing what I can do." And then it's just like <laughs> he's like comes back. He's like, "Oh, yeah, that's better." <laughs> and it is. It's like you're the guy now. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's just just a hero switcheroo, and I uh, I kind of dig that about the movie is because it, you definitely aren't seeing that coming. I wonder mm-hmm. I wonder if there was anything like on set because they talked about conditions on the set. I don't know if you've read this, but they were so bad. Like it was a thirteen week shoot. Um, mm-hmm. It was freezing. By the end of it, they were uh, breaking chairs and using it as kindling. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. And yeah, it was all. It was all terrible. So um, I wonder if maybe he just didn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, they were like, it's you now. <laughs> I mean, Bruce and Sam were friends anyway, but. Yeah, yeah. I, and and also think it would depend on, um, it would depend on the order that, the order that they film the scenes in, you know, because they, they, yeah. they didn't necessarily film, you know, the ending last. So, I mean. Oh, no, no. However, however. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two cuts. First of all, the first cut of this movie was originally 117 minutes. Really? Yes. I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. So this is really? um, this is this is a fact that I got from I think it's on IMDb. Oh, um, wow. I I look up everything. 117 minutes, and then um, it was <laughs> like uh, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> it was over serious. It was not. It, like there was just the occasional joke. Everything else. Cut it down mm-hmm. to 85 minutes and became a huge success. I think yeah, the total yeah. cost of this film was like $200,000 or something. And, and it ended up oh, making man. like, like millions. So, right. Right. Um, 
Yeah, uh, the first cut of the film ran around 117 minutes, which Bruce Campbell called an impressive achievement in light of the 65-minute length of the screenplay. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on a second. They made a movie that was almost twice as long as the screenplay? Yeah. (laughs) How the hell did that Um, happen? A lot more visual stuff. um, uh, Oh, that's crazy. I mean, if you look at it, too, like that first scene – um, visually speaking, I think Evil Dead is way better than we give it credit for. Um, like, okay, there's mm-hmm. a lot. Like the 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 guy that did the lighting uh, is phenomenal. Um, I think his name is Tom Philo. I might have that wrong. Um, but if you look, there's a lot of shadow play in it. There's a lot like stuff is like light and dark toned. Um, there's a scene where, uh, Ash walks into his girlfriend's bedroom after she's been attacked with the, the pencil. Oh yeah. And, um, the, the reason the 65 seconds that the censors had to take out in the British cut, uh, hmm. <laughs> um, but he walks into her room and it's literally just the door. That's the lighting. And that could also possibly be that they didn't have the money for lighting, but mm-hmm. it's use is fantastic. Like the person that did this and was like, this is what you have to do to get this, the shot accomplished. Um, it's, it's phenomenal. And like, that's what I watched this time around as was stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause mm-hmm. I mean, when you watch evil dead, you're not always watching it for the technical value. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's not a lot of it, but where you can find some, I think, mm-hmm. uh, I think in, especially in that arena is, is right, very right. good. And um Speaking to that, there was another scene, I think, at the very beginning where, like, it's that weird, like, swoop shot that almost looks like a drone. Like, it goes over the little pond that's there and, like, through the woods. And that oh, was yeah. um, Bruce Campbell pushed Ted Raimi, uh, not Ted Raimi, uh, Sam Raimi on a, um, on a dinghy through the water. And then he jumped off and he ran through the woods with the camera. And it looks oh, wow. freaking great. It's it looks <laughs> awesome, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, like, if, if I go into any more technical stuff, it's going it, to... And this is the one that blows my mind. It's the makeup effects. I think the makeup mm. effects in that movie are fantastic. And, like, are they're really good, super yeah. low budget. Yeah. They, you know, it all just sort of worked. And the guy that worked on this movie, Tom Sullivan, who is the makeup effects guy, um, the biggest movie that he ever did outside of these uh, the both Evil Dead movies was he has one studio credit for The Fly 2. <laughs> the fly too. For the fly too, and then that like oh, that's, it. that's his career. And you go, how did he that created, happen? He created the look of the book. The ne- you said it was something different, but to me, it's the necron. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and he added coffee to the fake blood in order to give it the, like less of a redness and more of a realistic color. That <laughs> then again gave them that's their NG seventeen rating amongst other right. things. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, yeah that, there's some crazy. there's some film history for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. But yeah, I, I get a kick out of it because I'm like, I, I figured I'd see this guy's name over everything after Evil Dead, like especially low you budget think, stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. I'd be like, that's the guy I want to do my my three thousand dollar film. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. Who I would want. No kidding. Like, uh, and to to only have like a the handful of credits that I saw his name on. And like two of them are uncredited for the Necronomicon book. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like uh, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Jason goes to hell. The book is in for like two seconds. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, he's credited on that, and then do, do you remember a, what the other one is? Um, I'm sure I could look it up real quick. 
Yeah, because what like, what else is that version of the Necronomicon in? I'm trying to think. Because I remember with, with the with the Jason Goes to Hell thing, didn't uh, was it the director of the movie said that he put it in there because he wanted like canonically he wanted Jason to be a deadite. Yeah. Oh, so the other movie is Army of Darkness. Oh well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> that um, makes sense. And then there there was a Lovecraft fear of the unknown. It, it just says original artwork, but I think we can mm. all probably guess what that artwork is. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can. You mentioned, you know, the fact that, you know, technically there's not a lot that's really great about this movie. You know, a, what I mean is um, in a technical sense, this is a low budget film. So we're not looking at right, right. like high praised people like in these, in these departments, mm-hmm. but they, they, who, the people that made this movie are spectacular and super creative. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right. For, for, oh, go on. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, I don't want to take anything away from anybody in, in any of those aspects, but like when you go to watch evil dead, you're not looking at it for the technical prowess. You're looking at it for mm-hmm. right, Come right. on. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's all I meant. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, you know, when, when I watched it this time, to prepare for this, one of the things that that struck me is um, is that you know, or, or one of the things I thought about was just you know, what why is this movie so great? I mean, yes, you said the the blood and gore, but like if if, if you think about it, you know, like not only is it super low budget and like it looks low budget, it looks great for its budget, but it still looks super low budget. You know, the acting and the dialogue are hit or miss at best. <laughs> you know, so I was thinking, you know, like, like what, what about this movie is really so great? And yes, you have the blood and gore, but that's really like the second half of the movie. You know, like the first half, there's really not, there's really no gore, pretty much. And so for me, I think what what makes it great is is not just the blood and gore, but also what hit me this time was just how atmospheric this movie is. Yeah. Like no, I, mean, um, it, it, I would agree with loaded you. Loaded with atmosphere, like even even the second half, even when it gets gory, you know, when it's not being gory, it's being atmospheric. And for some reason, that it just never really, never really struck me before. But I think that's that's a very underrated aspect of this movie. No, that um, that's sort of what I meant by the sort of light and darkness of the film too. Mm-hmm. Is um, even like there's there's a scene where the moon is hanging over the house and then like smoke, like a cloud of like black mm. smoke, like covers that, that smoke, like throughout um, the movie, I think does, did a really great job. Yeah. Even just the fog in general and, and that, mm-hmm. and like in the second one, I find it a whole lot funnier because like um, that first scene where like Ash is like thrown through the woods and, and lands in the puddle. It's almost, it's like somebody mm-hmm. just like literally took the smoke machine and like put it next to him just said like, it would just, Get this like, <laughs> it just looks like another mm-hmm. joke um mm-hmm. but in this it's like they also use the uh reverse motion on a lot of things with both mm-hmm. the trees mm-hmm. and the uh the smoke um and i think that that's very atmospheric as well because it you know it's not common it's it's out of place it's uh alien in a lot of ways and mm-hmm. and i think we should talk about that a little bit too is that there is that Lovecraftian quality to oh, definitely. Evil Dead. Definitely. I mean, not Necronomicon aside, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, um, it comes from Lovecraft, right? So yeah. it's it's just, um, I think that that's it, and that I always I think that that's funny because um, there are a lot of different ways. Like, I feel like 
this is a franchise or whatever you want to call it because it's never really been a franchise. It's always just sort of been like a, another one. <laughs> Isn't that just what a franchise is? <laughs> kind of to an extent, but you know, I, I guess, I guess to me like saw as a franchise because it's like every year you can like for a while there, it was like saw five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with, with evil dead, like we're finally getting a new one in April. And um, mm-hmm, something like that. It's supposedly it's supposedly a sequel. It's supposedly going to be the, yeah. the fifth if Fourth. you count because you're supposed to count the show now. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's supposedly the fifth in there. But I go, you know, this they've set up everything for for further opportunities. You could go back and and do the um, Evil Dead prequel. You could do the you know the the yeah. Uh, that guy on the tape there, the professor and his wife. Mm-hmm. All right. That, mm-hmm. you know, show up in evil dead too. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could, uh, and then on top of that, there's, there's so many like little other side things that you could do. The bridge is out. <laughs> <laughs> the bridge is out the movie. Why is this bridge out? You gotta get over there and find out why the bridge is out. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh no, there's demons. <laughs> What are you? I'm, I'm not. I mean, I I'm guess. just saying. Like, it's 30 years later. Someone comes upon this place. There's a bridge out. That's that's the whole point of the movie. Is the oh, bridge. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know? yeah, pretty um, much, pretty much. Otherwise, they just. And the second the one, the bridge is out. They find a trail. The they the forest swallows the trail that they they came in. Mm-hmm. And right, you go. Right. Okay. You could just keep doing. You could do that for like thirty more movies if you wanted to. Not that they should. No, no. <laughs> you know I'm saying, like, in, in this day and age where all we do is is sequels and reboots, um, this is a very easy franchise to sort of come up with new ideas for. And that's, I think, that's what makes me excited about Rise is because it being a Lovecraftian sort of film, I think that gives Rise leverage to sort of go into uh, sort of cultish territory with Necronomicon and, and everything mm-hmm. else, which is something that we haven't seen yet in. In Evil Dead, and I don't know that uh, we saw. Yeah, we saw a little, little bit of that. I think with uh, in uh, in the show Ash versus Evil Dead, um, very tiny. big hints. It was, it was more there, witch, yeah. witchcraft, Which, and wizardry. Yeah, yeah. I would even yeah, throw and then you had the the what is the in the third season the those night the Knights of Sumeria. I think I mean, they're not technically a cult, but they're kind of cultish almost. You know the the dark ones. They're not a cult technically, but they kind of look like a cult, you know. So you can kind of get flashes of it here and there. I'd have to rewatch. I, you know, I was mm-hmm. thinking about it earlier. I might have to rewatch the show. I I watched it when it was on, so it was like week okay. after week after week, and, yeah, and now yeah. it's like I feel like I'm five years out from that show ending. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I mean, we in a bit. We are. It ended in 2018, so you know, four years ago. There you go. <laughs> so, you got yeah, one year on me. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what, when, so what, one other thing I, I was thinking about when I was watching it is, uh, you know, we kind of touched on this a little bit of uh, the character of Ash. You know, like he's he's obviously the centerpiece of the entire franchise, um, you know, and he's this kind of big, larger than life character. At least he is now, you know, ever since the end of Evil Dead 2, he's been that way. But in this movie, he's very different. Like we say, you know, he's kind of just he's kind of just there for most of it. And he kind of just stumbles into the hero role 
and you know, he, I, and 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 even when he is the hero, he's not all that interesting. He's no, you know, no, yeah. He, Bruce Campbell's performance is is very. It's kind of bland, almost. I, I think it's <laughs> I think it's funny going from Evil Dead One to Evil Dead Two, um, mm-hmm. because it the, it's a little bit tonally, it's a little bit different. Um, I think one a is little a little bit. <laughs> I think one is. I think <laughs> well, on. I still think one is has got a lot of comedy elements, but I think that the second one is far more. I mean, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. leans into it, but it also leans into madness a lot more too, which is yeah, which is another Lovecraftian element. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like you understand why that's the way that it is, but at the same time it gives up on like, I think it's funny that the second film totally throws out uh, everything in the first film, <laughs> except for the girlfriend. Like, I mean, the, it, it, it kind of does. The sister and the well, yeah, yeah, except for the girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. That's what happened. Yeah. It, it, it's, um, it's kind of like a, like the first bit of it is kind of like a reimagining of the first movie yeah. just condensed down, you know, a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, I get why they did it, you know, but it's sort oh, of, of course. Uh, it, we also went from an NC 17 film to an R rated film. And, um, the number one way you could tell that is because at some point they give up on red blood and it goes green. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. I, I, I'd have to rewatch it. Okay. No, that's something that always bothered me from years ago. Is that I'm like, why, why is the, why is the blood green in this one? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, that was always a thing with um, Kill Bill. Um, mm-hmm. You know the um, she. I think it's the Crazy Eighty Eights. I think is what they're called. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And she goes in and she starts. You know, it's it's bloody and gory as hell. But they had to do the scene in black and white because the censors wouldn't pass it under an R rated mm-hmm. flag. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that. That's how it goes. Like for some reason, I mean, I, 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 I get it. You know, like red. You know, kind of evokes like a visceral reaction in us more than. Dude, we just. I don't know about you, but I went and saw Terrifier too, and people were throwing up during that. So it's like. <laughs> I, I I haven't seen Terrifier too. Oh, I I, I think it's I think it's silly. Um, nobody threw up in my screen. Let me make that clear okay okay it was, um but you know we've heard all the the rumors and of course and of course bloody disgusting because they own the movie is really sort of like yeah pushing more it more. oh yeah but it's, oh, it's yeah. great you like to be honest with you i love i love that because the last the last movies that did that to a lot of people were like blair witch project and like Anne mm. rice's uh interview with a vampire and um wait interview with a vampire Oh yeah, I remember Old people walked out stuff? of it. Like really? I, like when I was a kid and I was like, I want to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Interview with a vampire? Yeah, and oh. I, I did the same I mean there are a couple of gory scenes in it. Oh, I don't remember I mean, that at all. But yeah, oh, I, yeah, I it was the same way, but like I remember that being like a, a triggered movie, like back in nineteen ninety six or whenever it came yeah. out. Back mid nineties um, sometime, yeah. Yeah. It was a as a young kid, and I was like, I want to see that one. <laughs> Oprah walked out. I want to see that. <laughs> so did you? Uh, so did you end up seeing it as a kid? No. Well, I was so sheltered. <laughs> I, I, um, I saw. I, I originally saw Evil Dead. Uh, I saw Army of Darkness before I saw Evil Dead. Um, okay. And it was because it was okay. on the back of every comic book I owned in 1992. 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, literally, I could pull out any comic book in, in my collection from back then, and I swear to God, there's an Army of Darkness uh, one page in it somewhere. Hmm. Oh, um, okay. okay. Yeah, Marvel Comics back then just had them like literally on the back. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was probably the same for Dark Man too. Around the same time, I probably had a ton of them hmm. with Dark Man on it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and I I think I begged my dad long enough so that when we went to the rental the, the rental place, he was finally like, mm-hmm. "Fine," <laughs> you know. You just um, broke him down. He had to watch it first before I could watch it. That was mm-hmm. that was it. Okay, but, okay. But Army of Darkness was clear, but Army of Darkness yeah. really is sort of the PG thirteen bastard I mean, from the Evil Dead movies. <laughs> um, um, I I love it personally, but I think it's oh, it's great. Nostalgia. It's great. Um, I've heard a lot of people give it a ton of hate recently, and I'm like, I'm like, why? It's yeah. just, it's a stupid, like, goes back in time. Like, it's sort of, it's sort of perfect for this. Yeah, um, I think people hate it because it's, it's, it's almost like a like a Halloween three kind of thing where it's just so different from the first two. You know, I, I mean, it, it's not nearly as different as Halloween three is, of course, but it's that same kind of thing where people want what they, they want it to be one thing. But it's something else. And so well, because it doesn't fit their expectations. I kind of like, get it. And I mean, I think that. I mean, of course I get it. Yeah, I think yeah. at some point you got to. How many times are these people going to. Or how many days can these people live through the woods? You know, like. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah, face yeah. it. Evil Dead 2, which is six years later. And, and uh, Ash's jawline has grown muscular and, <laughs> and tight. It's and, chiseled and, out. Oh, yeah. And um, it, like you go. That guy. <laughs> um, yeah, it, like it's six years later, and it's supposed to be one day in the future. And at some point, you gotta go. No, <laughs> like you gotta bring them back to reality, and what? Or you gotta bring them. You gotta put them somewhere. You gotta do something mm-hmm. different. And yeah, yeah. I think that's what we're really getting into. You know, when we were talking about Halloween earlier and stuff like that. There's mm-hmm. only so much you can do with a guy that stalks babysitters. You know, like. And yeah, that's the thing is yeah. like, do you want another Halloween resurrection? Probably not. Like, no. do you want another Halloween no. four or five? Probably not. No. Like, <laughs> um, so it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in the middle when it comes to, uh, Halloween ends. Like I, I, I like some stuff. I hate some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, at least, it, at least it wasn't the same thing. And yeah, I did want, did I want more? Of course I wanted more. Um, yeah, yeah. I, think, I don't think anybody, any Halloween fan is going to tell you different, but at the same time, it's 40 something years later for Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, what do you want from her? Thank God she did all this. Like, I mean, yeah, that, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's 60 something years old. I think, uh, like just thank yeah. you. Thank you, Jamie Lee mm-hmm. Curtis. Like, that's all I can say. Um, but it, it's and it's the same thing with the Evil Dead. I mean, how old is Bruce Campbell now? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it, it, he's still playing it's Ash. Not, he's still doing it. Yeah. It, well, he's not. I mean, he's not playing Ash anymore. You know. Well, um, supposedly he's got a he's got a moment in in the new one. Um, right, but I'm, or, whether or, that's true or not, I I don't know. Yeah, but but yeah, but even if it is, I mean, he's not. You know, he he he's not gonna. You know. It, it'll be just a cameo at most. Yeah, but you know? that's what so I'm saying. He's not going to be. It's yeah. is he playing? Is he playing it? No, but he sort of still is. He's still a character. Like you're not going to mm-hmm. have Ash Williams show up 
mm-hmm. uh, and not and him the right or something. Now. And yeah. I mean, he did the video game last year, yeah, or this year, and yeah, yeah, and um, and I think it was at Comic Con, um, where he said that they 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 might continue the Ash versus Evil Dead series as an animated series and so if they Which do I that would love. Um, and that's oh, I, I would lo- i mean if they continue it in any way i would love it like i don't want to see i don't know how happens after, next. after that ending which is very army uh army of darkness um yeah kind of special edition ending <laughs> yeah. uh, okay yeah i never thought of it that way but i mean yes <laughs> it is it's just like yeah yeah for whatever reason the they just wanted, you know. They just wanted to play with time at, at some mm-hmm. point, and uh, fine, you know, do what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. Do your. I, I would love to see a uh, Mad Max Fury Road Bruce Campbell. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. That would be so amazing. <laughs> Bruce Campbell is the Road Warrior in. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh man, that would be that would be great. But yeah, if, if they can continue it in any way, animated, comic book, novel, whatever, like I would, I would just love to see them continue the story, and you know, Bruce Campbell come back at least to voice Ash, even if he's not like physically playing the character. You know? Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, but yeah, and that's the thing is, I think that we've come to expect too much in from from all of these people. Um, you know, they're. They have other things that they want to do. <laughs> They're good at it. Of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. They don't they don't want to be, I, you know, bogged down with one character. Here's the thing, and it's it's not gonna be the most um, popular opinion, but you know, how many times is Sidney Campbell gonna get attacked in the Scream series before you know she's mm-hmm. not there anymore? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 you know, I was thinking about that the other day, you know, like so yeah, it, it, like it sucks I, that, I absolutely agree that yeah, they should pay her more if they want her in that. That that of course, is her part of in that, that franchise. She owns that role, and you you know you're not going to get Sydney in that movie without paying her. So yeah, she mm-hmm. should absolutely get paid. But at the same yeah. time, uh, yeah, like I said, just you know we're six movies in now. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's okay. It's <laughs> it's okay to move on. Need, yeah, you yeah. Know, we need to find something different on that end, and mm-hmm. then yeah, yeah, you know. Um, let's talk about a bit about Raimi's Sam Raimi's camera style. Like, oh yeah, I mean his he, unique he visual cornered style. it there, and then and then just did it forever. Yeah, you know he has those those, uh, those um, like great close ups, and then like those those quick you know, uh, quick movements and stuff. You know, there's a scene in um, in Doctor Strange: and The Multiverse of Madness. Did you see that one? Oh, but yeah, I did. Yeah, there's a scene, you know, where uh, where they, I think it's when they trap Wanda in the mirror dimension, um, and then like she's trying to come out through the mirrors, where it's it's vintage Raimi, and it's the exact same stuff he does. Oh yeah, in Evil Dead, you know, like those quick camera movements, the close ups, like, and everything. I felt like we saw that in the trailer anyway. Like I, I you know, if a Sam Raimi's name is on mm-hmm. it, I, I know what to expect, regardless. I mean, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, but it's it's it, you know it, 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 it's his unique visual style. And even though he does it every time, like I still love seeing it every time. You know? How do you feel about um, what do they call them? The, the 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 sideways shots that he does, like a lot, like the. Um, what do you mean sideways? I'm trying to think. It's an angled shot where it's um, like if I if like faces are at angles as opposed to like mm-hmm. straight on or They're straight up, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Which is something that he does a lot, and it's. Um, 
I, I want to say it's also oh Dutch angles. That's what it's called. Okay. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just when you use like when you when you go sideways on a on a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean for I mean for for I me it, that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, for yeah for for me that's I, I guess I, that's never really stood out to me much. I mean, yeah, like when I watch you know Remy stuff, um, I I notice it, but but I, I I've. I've never thought, oh man, like that's a really cool angle. Like I love that shot the way I love some of his other camera work. Yeah. You know, the way I love the the that that thing, you know, when the camera just follows people or the, those those, you know, quick movements and close-ups and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, so like I, I I I can appreciate it for what it is, but it, it doesn't really do much for me. No, that's that's the thing is I think other people that use it, um, I get I get pissed off with those shots a lot of the time. <laughs> if I'm hmm. if I'm absolutely honest, um, I just think that they're a lot of the times where they're used and how they're used is just to upset the audience who's watching the film. Uh, with Evil Dead, though, because of the possession sequences and and everything else, I think it works. Um, hmm. It's one of the few mm-hmm. times that it does because let's face it, everything that's happening is odd. It's not right. It's not, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's not on, it's not steady. It's, it's Mm -hmm. super crooked. Everything is at an angle. Um, and I think that that's the, the only reason it sort of works here. And that's sort of why, because Raby uses it a lot in, in just like you said, in multiverse madness, he uses it quite a few times as well. And it works with that because again, we're doing, we're dealing with madness issues. We're dealing with, stuff that's odd we're we're dealing with stuff that isn't necessarily like like i said uh, i think jean-luc goddard is the person that that did this like first and set cameras up sideways um Mm -hmm. i think think what you want about goddard i I think he's a little over pretentious and uh, (laughs) (laughs) um i like some of his stuff i i don't like some of his stuff uh is really what it comes down to and um in terms of, in terms of, Ray, I think Raimi does it right a lot of the time because mm-hmm. what he's using is he's using horror elements and he's showing stuff at sort of like strange angles and sort of like a Twilight Zone fashion. And I think mm-hmm. that doing mm-hmm. stuff that way sort of pulls you into it. Whereas if I'm watching <laughs> a, a drama, <laughs> I might not enjoy that shot. You know, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, so I that, think that's fair. A little, that's fair. A little thing on that, anyway. Um, I, I did want to, I, I wanted to ask you, and I think that this is going to be where we get odd. All right. Cause we're, oh, we're at the end here. So we, we might as well <laughs> mm-hmm. just do the tracing. All right. We might as well just, wait, <laughs> wait what'd you say? I, I, I didn't get tracing, that. you know, oh, oh the, big, boy. the big, you know, the big number in the movie. That, that, that. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is like, Take me back to, to, to young JP seeing this movie for the first time. And, you sure and... you want to go there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know now. But um, what were your first reactions to it, I, I suppose? Oh, man. I, I can tell you mine. <laughs> you know, honestly, I don't remember my first reaction to that to that scene. Um, I mean, I so okay, so here's the thing. So I grew up watching horror movies the way normal kids watch Disney movies. Okay. Um, 
so for me, you know, Evil Dead was just one of those movies that that I watched and loved as a kid. Um, so I don't, I honestly don't remember like my first reaction to it. Um, now when I watch it, I think it's so. Okay, so so I've heard that the the filmmakers kind of regret that scene a bit, um, and I I totally get it. I, I understand why. Um, although for for me watching it, it's and and and, and it could be just because I've seen it so many times. I'm just so used to it that it is it, kind of lost its shock value. Oh yeah, I like, mean, oh yeah. yeah. This is just all right. It's just the trees. That's fine, you know. Um, I mean, there's a I lot think, now. I think that we've seen in in film, especially like where this stuff comes out now. That's just um, unrated and and whatever. Like mm-hmm. no problem. Like back then, that was unheard of. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. So I I think that it it isn't as shocking as it as it once was. But I can tell you mm-hmm. that my first reaction to it was, was definitely one of, Oh my Jesus, they did that. <laughs> <laughs> like just, I, uh, I can, I can imagine. Oh. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But, um, something that you might not know. And, and this is what always gets me when, whenever we talk about it is that somebody had to edit this movie. Do you know who edited this movie? No, I don't. Joel Cohen. <laughs> of Fargo, okay, Blood Simple, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel Cohen was the assistant editor on this film. Uh, he wasn't huh. the main guy, but he was one of the people. And um, after making this movie, Sam Raimi and uh, Bruce Campbell did the proof of concept uh, for Blood Simple with him. Um, hmm. So they basically got Blood Simple made, which. Um, I love, I think that that's so freaking cool that like, there's so many like really cool people that came out of mm-hmm. the, this place in Michigan and in, in right, the 1970s. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, they also later collaborated on a film called Crime Wave. Um, hmm. Never seen that one. Didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it's real, like, I <laughs> guess right. it was real bad. And, and it just, um, I, like, I had never heard of this film until, until I looked this up recently. Mm-hmm. Um, someone alerted me to the, the, the Cohen stuff um a while back and i i read a little bit into that and then today well i was like oh yeah the cullen stuff and then because i was going through the um the people in the the film and the crew and and stuff like that and i Mm -hmm. wanted to get like tom sullivan's name especially and and um the the lighting guy uh tim i'm gonna get his name because he he (laughs) needs to be he needs to be known Tim Philo. Right. I, I think I said Tim it Philo. earlier before, but uh, Tim okay. Tim Philo did a very good job um, on on lighting and things in this film. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, is fake chumps. <laughs> Do you know what a fake chump is? No. All right. So this movie has in all of their cast, it has like ten fake chumps, and it's all just so a fake chump is basically anyone that that whose hands or or anything were used as stand-ins for other people. So, hmm. so they just listed them as a fake Shemp because Shemp was the replacement for Curly in the Three Stooges. Right, right, in the Three Stooges, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, I guess whenever they used a body, du- body double for Shemp, they'd say fake Shemp. So everybody hmm. was a fake Shemp. And um, yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, that, 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 that kind of makes sense because I mean, not so much with the first movie, but with definitely with you know the franchise, you know, starting from Evil Dead Two on, 
you know, it has a lot of that Three Stooges-esque physical comedy. You know, hey. like Bruce Campbell's a master of that. The second one, you especially, know? especially that madness scene. Yeah. Around. Well, no, but but also even in uh, in Army of Darkness, there's that scene where uh, I think. Why it's, I oughta, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's when he gets the little ashes. Yeah. And right before. You uh, is it that? Yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. It's yeah, the, yeah. the Gulliver's Travel sequence. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Wait, wait, is it that or is it or is it? No, oh, is and it, he's at the oh, he's at the gravesite. Yeah, he's at the gravesite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of sequences in that. They're just like straight yeah. out. Like that's the thing is, even the music in Evil Dead One has like a Looney Tunes ish like carnival quality. Mm. Um, at times. Yeah, well, there's that. There's that one like old timey song. It's the one they play at the credits. But it plays also, I think, when Ash sees that that like film strip on the projector or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's it's uh, it's that song in particular that has that like old timey kind of you know cartoonish kind of feel to it. <laughs> That's not what it sounds like, but I get what you're going for. <laughs> it was it was a nice try. Yeah, it's not what music sounds like, but yeah. <laughs> Also, do you know what they say on the on the um, the tape recorder um, when the, when he plays it and the, the first thing that he reads in I, I think it's Sanskrit or, or whatever um, nope. is he says uh, Bob and Ted down by the road. Oh, really? <laughs> it's Bob. It's Bob Tappert and Ted Ramey down on the road when they first pass in the movie. Oh, when he honks okay. He's yeah, like, I wasn't honking yeah. at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, that's Bob, interesting. Bob and Ted down on the road. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. small stupid things I've learned about this movie over the years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was good to know, you know. No, I, I love this film. I think um, mm-hmm. it's just, it's silly. It's it's fun. Um, oh, it's great, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, I think that's, I think that's really what this movie's about. You know, like, like I said before, you know, like in a lot of ways, it's not made it's not the best made movie ever but it's just so fun it is you know yeah. even even like the atmosphere you know it's not like it's not like the witch where you know you watch the witch and it's very atmospheric yeah, it's not nobody would say yeah. yeah you know like nobody would come you would watch you know come out of the witch saying oh man i had so much fun watching that movie yeah nobody you know, comes but, out of the witch saying they had fun <laughs> Yeah, it's like midsummer. You know, when it comes out of midsummer, yeah, going, exactly. you know, that was a great time. Everybody had a lot. Of yeah, fun. yeah. I, I would just you know chompy on my popcorn, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. But but Evil Dead, even when it's at its you know darkest and most atmospheric, like it's just so fun. And, and yeah, I think that's that's really the main takeaway of this movie. It's just it's just a blast to watch. All right, well, I think it's about time. I've uh, I've enjoyed this. This this was this was oh, really this fun. Yeah, I mean, as always. I like that we we agree on this one, but yeah, at some yeah. point we, we have to do one that we don't agree on. I think we do. Really, we do. Really get yeah, into yeah. It start calling each other names. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what else would we do? You know. <laughs> All right. Jake. All right. All right. Well, guys. So thanks for sticking with us for this long. Uh, I hope you're still with us. Um, and we'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Um, we don't know what it's going to be on yet, but we'll find out, and so will you. <laughs> <laughs> we know you will know. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Take care, guys. Horror, 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 horror,